I think that should be our intro. What? Me singing Bob Marley. You singing Bob Marley should be the intro. Every little thing is going to be alright. It sort of sound, feels racist. It, um, it kind of does, doesn't it? Like, Even though I'm black. I mean, you're I black, it still feels racist to me. Well. Yeah. yeah. Alright, let's not do that for the intro. Don't, don't sing Bob Marley. It's okay, we don't have to do it. Do you like Bob Marley though? Of course I do. Everyone likes Bob Marley. Yeah. Except the people who wanted to kill him. Who wanted to kill him? The CIA, probably. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, they wanted to kill everyone, though. People think they killed him, actually, still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I, since we always talk about wrestling in the podcast, I wanted to start by, yeah, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. That maybe I asked you already, but I don't remember the answer. Okay. So, I've always thought that the, who wins is scripted. Who wins is scripted, yeah. It is. Yeah. Then doesn't it, that take away a bit? Like, oh, you said it was kind of like a TV show, then. Yeah, it's like a TV show. Because I saw, I, I, I follow sports sports shows, podcasts. Yeah, right, right, right. And they were, they were interviewing this guy that's going today, has a big fight. Right, yeah, yeah. Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah, okay. So they were, they were. Oh, interview- yeah, it's the Royal Rumble tonight. Yeah, it's the Royal Rumble. So yeah. they were interviewing him and he was talking about the Royal Rumble. and what he's, he's the Rock's cousin. He is? Yeah, he's the Rock's cousin. Really? Yeah. In, like in real life or in the, in the. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're not blood related. No, but mainly like, he's in the unknown. He's family. Dwayne Johnson's cousin. Yeah. yeah, but he he he's in an interview talking to uh, to this sports guy that I talk that I listen to, and he's just no no just addressing the interview as any other athlete is about to go into yeah. the ring and how, what his ex- his expectations are and why yeah. and why he thinks he's gonna win like just like a boxer talking about fighting another boxer yeah yeah but he, but it's fake yeah that yeah. that kind of that, that's when I was that's, like that's, a thing, wait, called, that's this... a thing called kayfabe <laughs> like yeah. kayfabe is the act of pretending that it's real okay. that, that's kayfabe so even though everyone knows it's not real he's kind of required to go on yeah, a show. Yeah, like tradition of kayfabe. Yeah. To act like it's real. Okay. And different people have different definitions of what kayfabe is, but like, Alice knows it's the finish. It's like, you go in the ring, you do your job, but when you're out of the ring, you don't go home with your enemy in the same car. Mm-hmm. In case of fantasy. That's kayfabe. Okay. Yeah, because what confused me was that he was, he was obviously... He was Roman Reigns, but not the Roman Reigns that go into the ring because he yeah, was talking, he was talking about weird. <laughs> he was talking about his relationship with cancer, like everything that happened with yeah, because he had leukemia. Yeah, yeah leukemia. Yeah. And he kept, keep, by the way, he keeps referring it. He never says leukemia. He's just gonna cause it cancer. He calls it blood blood cancer, and you can tell that he's doing it intentionally. Like he wasn't trying to be any. He was just talking, but it felt like it was real. It felt like he what actually... What was he talking about? Which company? He was talking... Uh, no, he was talking about his charity, this event that they do to to get funds for women, uh, for children with leukemia. Oh, uh, yeah, it's called Connor's Cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kid... This, this kid uh, it's quite a sad story. This kid with leukemia basically talked his way backstage at an event. <laughs> like, just saying he had leukemia. Well, no, no, he just kind of bullied his way past the guys, and then they worked out that like, he was ill or something like that. Uh, he pin, he's pinned Triple H that kid. He's dead now, unfortunately. Oh. But, but the kid, he pinned Triple H because Triple H let him pin him, which usually means you're going to die if a, if a major star lets you pin yeah, him in the ring. Yeah, yeah. His favorite was Daniel Bryan. So he came out to the ring and put Daniel Bryan's music with Daniel Bryan as his manager. And then he punched Triple H in the face. Oh, and him. Uh, like, young. You know, he was like 9 or 10. He was really tiny. Oh he, was de- he, was di- he was dead before the next birthday. You know, he was tiny. It was really sad. And then they, they made this company called Connor's Cure. 
Because yeah. his name is Colin. So when he's, talking, he's talking about that. When he's talking yeah. about it, it feels like he's actually... First of all, I don't know what his persona is like on stage, but he's I know a for a fact right he's, not a, he's not a children with cancer type on No, on but he is... I, don't, I think right now he's a bad guy, but he, they were trying to make him like the, the next John Cena for a while. Like, like, and John Cena was super vanilla, wasn't he? Super vanilla. Yeah. He was the kid's character. Yeah. He did like 300 Make-A-Wishes a year kind of thing. What? Something ridiculous like that. They all do Make-A-Wishes, by the way, but like John Cena did them. Like, you know. He's a cool dude. It's like him and Daniel Bryan one year with the most mega wishes. Uh, so that's what confused me, because this man on one side is opening up and being real about shit that he cares about. Yeah. And then on the other side, he goes to, yeah, I'm going to... And talks like he's Conor McGregor about to fuck someone up. Well, there's a bit of a problem with this. Like, uh, basically, in the 90s, Vince McMahon appeared on the show and said, look, this is fake. Basically, he didn't quite say that, but he basically said, look, this is, this is, a, this is a soap opera with, with a sports yeah. presentation. It's a TV show. Yeah, and he said, frankly, here at the WWE, we think you're sick of having your intelligence uh, insulted or something like that. And that was basically him saying, this is a TV show, this is Jerry Springer with fights, whatever, with, well, with more fights. <laughs> Send it around fights. Uh, and since then, no one's really been sure where like, the line of the kayfabe is, because... AEW, which I watch, they have another sh- internet show. They have like two internet shows that go along with it, and uh, one of them is basically very open about the idea of kayfabe, but they still act like they don't know who's going to win the match. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, this is the thing that's confusing me because we've talked about it many times, and you told me that it was like, like a TV show. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I don't see Kid Harrington in an interview. Talking like he's Jon Snow. No, that's they, my point. No, I mean they do still present it like it's a sports show. I guess. Yeah, yeah. They call, so, so he just like. But you also told WWE, me a, sto- a storyline that seemed so ridiculous, like, ridiculous yeah. that of course it's not real. Yeah. So I I assumed well then everybody thinks it's not real then because it's so absurd that he's the son of the devil or whatever. That yeah, I guess, is. but it's still sort of like a tradition to pretend it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was real for a while. It's like the first like fifteen years, real. <laughs> like, but like um, is the Mexican one supposed to be real, or are they all the same? They're all supposed to be real to an extent. Yeah, yeah. They're all well. They're all like, I guess with Lucha Libre is slightly different, but you're still men to think, oh no, whatever. This guy's getting beaten up. I hope his best friend comes to save. So what is Royal Rumble like? Rumble. Oh, you don't watch it? I thought it was a big day for you. Oh, uh, we bet on it and I don't watch it. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I don't like betting on it, I'll be honest. It's, it's a bet on a predetermined sport. That's what I was going to say. You're, you're betting on a scripted shit. Like, you're betting on what a script writer thinks. Yeah, <laughs> what he thinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're betting on someone else. What he thinks it's going to be better. Which I guess yeah. it's sort of what poker is like, but there are rules in poker. Well, yeah. the script writer can do what they want. Yeah. <laughs> you know? but, so, but like, okay, so Royal Rumble is the 30 men coming. 30? Yeah, every two minutes. There's not really two minutes. It's like, it's when it... They pretend it's been two minutes. <laughs> like a movie? Yeah, kind of. So, so, they go, so literally they go, every two minutes a man will come in. But what likes to happen is when they want something to happen, they don't script a lot of it, but they script a certain part of it. And when they want someone to show up, it's a certain time into the match. Mm-hmm. And then a 10 second time over period. And go, oh, it's been two minutes. Might have been five, might have been one. No one's paying attention. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. the time he shows up, you know. Well, I like that part. Yeah. That's okay with me. Yeah. But like, so you got two guys, they start, they're number one and two. They're in the ring together. After two minutes, a third guy comes. 
after two minutes of four count. You can get up to like 12 people. And you win by, by well, being the last man standing. You lose by throwing someone over the ropes. Getting out of it. Yeah, but they have to go over the top rope and their feet have to touch the floor. And that's how you lose a Royal Rumble. And you have 12 people? No, no, it gets up to 30. There's a total of 30 people come in. Yeah, yeah, but, but okay. But you've had, at the same time on top of the fucking... Yeah. You have 12 people. Yeah, yeah. And they're all fighting, like, do they have alliances? Or how does this work? Oh, Is everybody off for themselves, or...? Well, I mean, I haven't watched one for years, but, like, Undertaker and Kane did one when they were the Brothers of Destruction. And they did, when there was no one else in the ring, they just didn't fight each other. <laughs> like, they just waited for the next guy and kicked him up together as a team. Two Undertaker and Kane are brothers, but... Sometimes they hate each other, but at this point they were a tag team. Okay, so how but many then, how many fighters are there in, in, in Rumble? In, not the Rumble. You said it's up to thirty. Yeah. But how many fighters are well, there? There were fifty in the Saudi Arabian one. That was the greatest Royal Rumble. It was had fifty. <laughs> how many fighters are there in WWE? No idea. You no idea. Well, a lot, but I, I don't know the number. Sure. Because I can tell you how many people are in the NBA, I can tell you how many right. people are in the NFL. I, I can't tell you how many people are in AEW, but it's left. An active roster is at least people, but it's usually like 50, at least. I'm and just wondering. You have if... people who are, who are on part-time contracts, like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Brock Lesnar shows up three times a year. Like, three or four times a year, he's not he's not on a full-time contract. He gets paid more than everyone else to show up three or four times a year, because he's a big name, big draw. Uh, Still? For wrestling, yeah, still he's big draw. I, I don't know. I, th- I thought that man would be on a beach sipping my time. Well, no, I say he hates it, so he t- so he, that's why he's on a part time contract. But yeah, he he's not a beach sipping my time. He has a farm in Canada that's miles away from him. A farm? Yeah. Is he Canadian? He's half. He's got both citizenships. He's represented Canada and USA as a farmer. That's a badass farmer, bro. Yeah. Man walking. Well, I don't think he farms. I think it's just to have acres where there's nobody. He doesn't like people. So he has an estate. Yeah, yeah. Money is a farm, but I don't know. He doesn't run it. Yeah. So (laughs) he never looked like he was a people person. No. All right. We do have topics, don't we? What's up? First gig in months. Oh yeah, yeah. We did a well. I mean, you've done shows there already, but we did a show at um, Spot. Spot and Copperwood. Yeah, and Copsy Bogsy. Copsy Wopsy? Copsy Bogsy. Copsy Bogsy. That's where I will work soon. Where I will work from tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where my job, new job is. But yeah, and uh, it's my first gig in ages, so I naturally I just show up and go, hey everyone, and I got quite drunk. Oh, I didn't even get like super drunk, I just got a bit drunk for a Tuesday night. I wasn't paying attention to anything. I was no, you, dying. You, you were like asleep and dead. Yeah, I was just, no, I, when I get anxiety, I get sleepy. Yeah, it's funny. Something weird to find out about yourself in your thirties. Yeah, I start yawning when I'm anxious. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which completely defeats the purpose because it makes me look like I'm just so arrogant that I'm yeah. falling asleep. <laughs> nah, it's it's like, oh, I'm about to do this. No, it was cool. We saw everyone first time in ages. You know. Mm. Oh, yeah. I had seen it, but yeah, you did. Yeah, I saw everyone for the first time in ages. Yeah, they're all what, what was it like? Same. Was it a happy time for you? I was pretty happy. Yeah. You know. I can handle it. <laughs> yeah. And you got your dose, you got your fix. Got my fix, don't yeah, need to do it ever again. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never need to do stand Very again. lovely to see everybody, I'm yeah. here now yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah, next time, next time I get booked, I'm just gonna show up and disappear, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, but I saw that Bjarne and uh, Hellgate for the first time in ages. 
That's true. He's going to be his dad soon. Heck yeah. He's having another little Helgi. Did you not know? No, I knew, but I, I, I yeah. kind of forgot. Yeah. So I just heard about it and then, you know, and yeah, and then who else was there? Elvar, the whole the whole Tourette's crew, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Elvar, Thorhatler, and Dan. Stepdeer wasn't there, to be fair. I haven't seen Stepdeer in months. But yeah, I guess it was like um, that was interesting, you know, like because I was like, I'm just gonna go up and see what material comes out, and I started doing like two year old material. Yeah. And then I finished all my material I wrote in like the last six months, so I was like, okay, <laughs> that's what came out, and then I kept insulting Cobblebugger, and, <laughs> and that was about it. <laughs> when I didn't laugh at a joke, I was like, that works in like you know one on one. Yours is the is probably yours and Adenor is the only two sets that I watch because I was just so I didn't watch anyone set. I, didn't watch anyone I was set. so anxious that I couldn't listen to anything. I'm just too arrogant to watch sets. <laughs> but I was sitting next to my wife. Uh, yeah. At one point to see if I could chill the fuck down because yeah. I was sitting in the green room and you and couldn't. Everybody, everybody was talking. I was just not talking. Yeah. So I sat next to my wife and you came on stage and you started blasting everybody for being couple. Yeah. <laughs> that caught my attention, which was nice because for your seven minutes, how much you had? Five, seven minutes. I had five. I think I did like five and a half. Yeah. But for five and a half minutes. I did not think I did not think about my set at all. No. The whole time I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you're like, first time he's got on stage in like eight months. Scolding everybody. <laughs> Adnor's set I watched, but he was after me, so it was very easy to watch. Yeah, you're like, uh-huh. But my, uh, dude, I was telling my wife afterwards, mm-hmm. just like, because when I was sitting in the green room, you were talking to Adnor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole time, I'm supposed to be thinking about my set because it yeah. was something that I had to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't thinking about my set. No. The whole time, I'm like thinking about how I'm feeling. Yeah. And thinking to myself, I, there must be something wrong with me because I'm not. But then, speaking to my wife at home, I was like, of course, Hugh was chill. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I'm about to go on stage and do something I've never done in my life, and yeah, he's yeah. about to go on stage just to have fun. Like he's just going there to do his stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's not thinking about what he's gonna say at the end of his set. I'm like, how am I gonna end this? <laughs> I was losing my. Mind. The thing is though, like, like I do sort of take comedy seriously, but like, oh, you do very. I'm not but, implying but that I, you don't. But yeah, yes. For this gig, you were just, eh, just trying to see the people, get back into it, say hi, and I'm sitting there like, because ah, I already did that the last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already said hi to the people. Yeah, you already said hi to everyone. How are you doing? No. When you told, well, yeah, you told me I, I made meant to watch some wrestling. I thought you meant. I thought you were friends, first of all. I don't really know. No, she's, she's trying to. She's trying to. <laughs> I thought you were friends, and then you. She was here visiting your house, and you made her watch. Wrestling. No, 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 no. You no, sat no. next to a person you don't know. No. Pull up your phone and just start showing them. Orange Cassidy specifically, yeah. Okay, yeah. yep. That's... And then, but that, to be fair, I... and she seemed so nice, and she was probably like, "Oh, yeah." But she was coming? definitely like, "This is weird." So <laughs> <laughs> the next day, I told Kitty, I was like. Uh, Meta probably thinks I'm a weirdo now, and she's like, yeah, but you are. (laughs) (laughs) She wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. (laughs) But I was just like, I was like, yeah, I basically harassed her for being Danish and then then made her watch wrestling. Sorry if you're listening, Meta. Anyway, should we do the next topic? Yeah, you go ahead. Louis C.K. Right, you you put this in. Louis C.K. So I was with Abner Dada last night. Aww. The yeah. Louis C.K. of Reculet. Yeah, the Louis C.K. of Reculet. The fat ginger comedian of Reculet. I think if he would... if he were recognized as the Louis C.K. of Reykjavik... He'd be happy, kind of. It would be... He would lose it, I yeah. think. Yeah. He would lose his mind. 
But no, he, he, we were watching a bit. We were talking about Louis. We watched a bit of Louis C.K. And then he showed, he stopped. We we're watching Louis C.K.'s special and he stopped it. Yeah, yeah. To show me something, which was like a 10 minute video. And then when it was done, he was just like, all right, see you, buddy. And I fucking hated him for it. It was Louis C.K. talking. What? <laughs> it was Louis C.K. talking about George Carlin. George Carlin had passed. And I think it was, it was something that had to do with like, remembering George Carlin Adamant. and they had Louis C.K. do a speech and he explained what George Carlin had meant to him which was basically like the reason he became Louis C.K. it really fucked with me because I was I was talking to Arnold about the fringe you know did you apply for the fringe? I did apply sorry I'm not on mic I did apply for the fringe, yeah. Mike. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, we were talking about the fringe. I I applied to have my first show, and I was telling him what I wanted it to be. Yeah. What I wanted it to be like. What, what you what your, like plan for the show? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he had been telling me when I told him like I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen with this fringe show. Yeah. He, he was like, buddy, just chill. What's, what's your problem? You just got your job. You just do a little more job. Tell jokes. Was that, yeah. that was his advice. His, his, no, he, <laughs> said, he said, like, you have up to, like, 20 minutes or 30 minutes and you can add some more, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I don't know. No, I, I, I don't have anything. And I tell him what I want to do. And he's like, oh, yeah, you, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> of course he was. You're, yeah. you're screwed. You're, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm worried for you. But That's classic. Louis C.K. is talking about he spent 15 years doing the same material. Yeah, yeah. Same one hour set for 15 years. Yeah. It's Louis fucking CK talking. I didn't know this. When I met Louis CK, he was Louis CK when I heard about it. Yeah. And but he what masturbated in front of you. No, thank God. <laughs> and he talks about how he got inspired by the fact that George Carlin was making a new special every year and he would just make a special and then throw yeah. everything out and start again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just talking about what that process was like. And as I'm watching one of the greatest comedians, regardless of what you feel about him personally, talking this, I'm getting a, like my stomach is closing up. I, I was about to ask him to stop the goddamn video because I was like, fuck, man. He's I'm, like, I'm listening to myself speak through Louis C.K. Oh, no. What I want to uh, what I want it to be like. You right. Know? I get you. Yeah. OK. So it fucked me. So I guess what I'm trying to tell you is. I'm I'm gonna start jerking off in front of people. Okay. I think I think that's basically the way to get in tune with your feelings. You think that's the way to get in tune with your feelings is yeah. to masturbate yeah. around other people. Yeah. So you can get in Fair tune enough. with your feelings and then think about it. It's a very vulnerable moment. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It worked out for him. Is all I'm saying. It didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being technical, that didn't work out for Louis. Are we? Are we? If we're technical, it did. He just released a special after being away for a couple of years with all his money. It's not like they took his money away. He was just they took some of his money away. Some of his future money. Away. Yeah. 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 I remember he, he, lost doing, he, he did a joke over and be like, "You ever lost like ten million at a time?" And I was just like, "No, not for you, technically." But. Uh, yeah. We watched his special, just 10 minutes of it, because I don't know stopped it, but... I don't stop it. Because he wanted to show me the other video that I told you. Right, but then, then he didn't put the special back on. Oh, he just left. He just fucked off and left yeah. me. Yeah. He knew he was going to fuck with me. I, he's a bad person, dude. 
He's not a good why person. Is he, why, why is Otto such a weirdo? No, he t had told me he had to leave. He was just being a dick. He he did it to fuck with me. You know, like, uh, like we've on the subject of Lucy K. Uh, after all this stuff came out, people started saying, oh, "I never liked the guy." Like, I never, I never really. You never liked Louis. <laughs> and that, well, it's not like I hated him. Well, I hated him. I just didn't like his stand-up very much. And That's um, fine. and you know, obviously, he's known for being one of the best at stand-up there is. And I think, and, it's... I, and I think, deserved. To be honest, but you know, you but then at the same time, it's just like people are like, "Oh yeah, you should watch this. You'll you'll see why I like it." When I watch it, I went, it's alright. It's pretty good. It's good. I wouldn't say it's bad, but it, it's not like my favorite. And then I... and then it, and then someone would go, ha, "Try that one." And I did. I had I did like I never watched the whole. Oh. I'd watch like these bits that people said, "Oh, these are this is a good bit." Like check this out. And a lot of times, like it's alright. It doesn't make me want to watch the special. Yeah. So that was it. And then I, then I was like, I was like, as a comedian, I was always a bit like. Oh, I'm an imposter comedian. This guy's comedy. Even people who come out against him since. He was good at comedy. <laughs> like, some people have at least. But like, um... It would be strange for me to be bothered by the fact that you don't like Louis C.K. or any other comedian. Yeah, but people will be bothered by yes, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, but what I think, I think it's fucked up because more comedy more so than anything else. Yeah. Like, I think I have an easier time feeling that way with music than I would with comedy. Comedy is such a personal thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's so different from person to person. Like the little things that get you. Yeah. And for me, it's just, it doesn't offend me when you say like... Yeah, I don't know if people... Are... Yeah, yeah. I guess, it's, I guess it's more like, I don't know. Like people seem to feel like I have to like the Seinfeld TV show. And I just don't, I just don't get it. Like, and then people go, well, here's what's good about it. I go, yeah, all right, that's fair enough. But I still, I'm not gonna sit down and watch it. Uh, I think I've said this before, like the Simpsons in the UK, when it first came, it was on at like midnight or something like that. And then, and so it was Seinfeld. And then eventually the Simpsons ended up being at like six on a Tuesday on BBC Two, one of the main channels that everyone has, right? And Seinfeld never got to one of those slots. So I kind of think maybe because I, I know loads, I've seen loads of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm sure Seinfeld's a better show than that. I quite like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Too, I don't think it is. But uh, I don't I, think you I don't know. think it's better than the Fresh Prince. Fair enough. But like you know, the Fresh Prince. And I will, I, I will argue that with anybody. Fair enough. But the Fresh Prince is very rarely held up in the way that Seinfeld. You know, but that was all over British TV for, for, in the similar slots of The Simpsons for years. So I know lots of that. I know lots of The Simpsons, but yeah. Seinfeld just was never in that slot. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would like it, but yeah. And you know, on the Louis thing, like, Carol, some comedian was like, do you think you deserve to have all this shit happen? I was like, mm, kinda. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Like, like, What is all this shit? Well, like, like, he, got to, he got canceled, I guess, he got me too. I was like, yeah, I kind of do. Well, I do sort I mean... of he was, he was doing it, so. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want him to get, a slap on the wrist? Yeah, I guess, I guess, but then it's like, people were like, well, it wasn't as serious as Harvey Weinstein. I'm like, to be funny, I've never heard anyone say, Louis C.K. is as bad as Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> so Harvey Weinstein got a lot severe, more severe, severe punishment. Yeah, he actually, like, you know, he lost everything. Yeah, and faced a real proper legal battle. Louis C.K. just released a fucking special last mm. year, dude. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, so it's like, um, I don't know, you know. Everybody knew that Louis was gonna go away for a bit and come back. Yeah, I think everyone did. I mean, I think people wanted it to be longer that he went away for yeah. something, but I, I, like, I don't. Yeah, I have no interest in defending that. So, no. <laughs> but, you know. 
UFOs. Yeah, you just, you just said we can talk about UFOs. I don't, I don't know why you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently there was a UFO sighting in LA. No, there wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I, I agree. I, that, what you just said is what was my feeling when I read it. I have it here on Instagram. It's like TMZ, by the way. Oh, they're still around. Yeah. Or is it from TMZ would just fail? Which is kind of ironic that I feel like TMZ is a reliable source. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah, you're like saying TMZ said said this. They but it is what caught my eye that TMZ did it because TMZ. I mean, I'm not saying they're fucking they're legit. Media. No, they're like Variety, but worse. But they, but they, they I they normally follow shit that happens for real. That's yeah, what I yeah. thought at least. Yeah, well, I thought don't they mostly just go through people's bins and shit? Yeah. <laughs> so they say that UFO was spotted in Los Angeles. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, they okay. posted pictures. And I mean that p- looks photoshopped to me. <laughs> it all I never believe this shit, bro. But it says that it's spotted above freeway on Oscars of Los Angeles. According to TMZ, we got another UFO sighting in our hands here in LA. But this one stands alone as it offers some of the best clear shots we've seen of what appears. I mean, it looks it looks rubbish. An eyewitness shot these photos last Saturday while heading south on the 101 freeway. Right, okay. An eyewitness. The eyewitness says she shot three consecutive photos as quickly as she could, and as you can see, the unidentified object appears to have changed positions. I see. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not. Yeah, you don't buy this shit. <laughs> no. What about the whole thing about Area 51 and, like, the, the I, well, I have no admitting, idea. basically admitting, yeah, we know. Isn't that what happened? I don't follow this. I don't either. know what happened. I don't know exactly what happened at Area 51. Well, they admitted that they have some proof that there's like, I think you so. See? I think so. What did they admit that? I, I don't know if that. it's real, though. I don't know if it's real. I know that there was like an alien autopsy video that was going to have happened at Area 51 that was an obvious fake. <laughs> um, um, I don't buy any of that shit. I do. Not that I don't buy that there's. I, 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 I'm aliens. okay with the idea that there is alien life. It's just just as likely to be a type of virus as it is to be uh, a humanoid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or, you know, a bacteria. It's probably more likely to be a bacteria than it is to be a tiger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, though. On Earth, there are more, like, microorganisms, more different types of microorganisms than there are complex organisms. Yep. And we're the only planet we know has life, so I don't know. Seems. I don't. I, 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 I think. Well, Mars probably has life. It Mars? seems quite likely Mars has life, but we haven't proved it. No, but that kind of life, the life you're talking about, the microbiome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I, I think that there's definitely. We're, we're just a fucking grain, grain of sand. Yeah, man. Dust so, in the wind. So, of course, there's a bunch Dust of shit out wind. there. Yeah, we just gotta wait until we get to the Starfleet era. The Starfleet era. Yeah, so we can start fucking going. Do you think Star Trek was a video from the future sent back in time? Yeah, it's just to let us know what we're going to be like. Yeah. So the Star- there, were, there, were, there were like wars happening and everyone used stage fighting. Do we know <laughs> Do we know when Starfleet starts? Uh, yeah, roughly. In, in the show, when is it that they start? It's like... Um, is it in 2000? So first Contact is in, about 500, is in about 50 years. 50? Like, it's, it's, it's mid-21st century first Contact. So I'll be able to see Starfleet begin? Damn. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's some kind of, what's the word? There's some kind of, uh, not quite apocalyptic event, but some kind of political breakdown in the US. Uh, And this guy in the middle of nowhere is building the warp engine. 
and he uses he does a flight with the warp engine and the Vulcans notice and that's first contact. So yeah, Starfleet will will figure everything out and let us know what's up. Alright, fair enough. I'm not saying it's gonna be called Starfleet, but what, what would you call it? Starfleet. Uh, I would call it Starfleet. I would probably call it but Starfleet. But I'm, I'm probably Space Force, maybe. I don't know what's gonna yeah, Space Force is good. I'm not sure what's gonna happen in fifty years. But I don't think I'll be in charge of naming the shit. No? No. No, I doubt it too. I doubt it. Maybe maybe if I do well in comedy, they'll be like, oh, you're a legend. There's actually two like kind of sci-fi comedies that I had an idea about that. One was just that uh, when we find alien spacecraft, aliens like stopped here for a picnic. Thought it was basically a nowhere place and like left some shit behind that he yeah. didn't care about and kept going. <laughs> and the other one is that um, there are these people called teasers uh, in space. Uh, <laughs> and this isn't Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So it's like, how did you get to Earth in the first place if no one comes here? And Fox says, oh, I got a lift with a teaser. And he's like, what's a teaser? And he says, a teaser is um, <laughs> teaser is usually a young, bored, rich alien with nothing to do. Who uh, goes who, to fuck with planets? Yeah, goes, to pl- goes to planets that haven't made interstellar contact, <laughs> and uh, p- puts puts like a uh, puts like antenna on his head and, and finds an old man in the middle of nowhere and the fuck with <laughs> and fucks with him and then just leaves. And then so so basically what he's saying is all of these like alien contacts are real, but they're just they're just a guy going you fucking just fuck with you. yeah. That's why, that's why I'm asking what you would do because I agree when I watch a movie and I see that You'll the US a- government receives aliens with gunships I think like well maybe you escalated this shit a bit quicker yeah, yeah, yeah. but then again when I see a motherfucker come out of a fucking spaceship I'm not gonna go greet him with a handshake I'm right. gonna be like yo well he might give you space COVID <laughs> yeah, you know he probably has some disease COVID. you don't have <laughs> but no yeah but you also don't know if that's gonna work on him do you no, but, but I, feel, I feel better about let's myself. Let's say if Predator lands outside and you go and hit him with a bat, you're fucked. <laughs> you're, Jesus you're Christ. You're like fucked straight away. What if it's a Xenomorph? To be fair, if Predator parks outside, I'm fucked regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. You can't actually He's, he's literally... Actually, you're not, because he only attacks armed people. Oh, so the bat fucks me up. Yeah. If you Is that a fact, though? It's a fact in the first film. He doesn't attack people who don't have weapons in the first film. Because he, he, they hunt for sport. They're like conservationist hunters. So they they hunt people for the challenge and shit, like. Game stonk. Oh. So it's been a fun week. Apparently, I mean, this will be old news by the time I it think, goes up. I think know. this is the, one of the most important stories of our time. Of our time, yeah. Yeah, man. I think so. I think power it's interesting. To people, bro. Well, power to Wall Street bets. <laughs> this has always been a crazy, insane subreddit. I mean, they've always done crazy shit. They you followed them before? They're just. I don't, I'm on Reddit. I'm not on Wall Street bets, but Wall Street bets has always been like this. It's always been like, uh let's just buy this random stuff for no reason. <laughs> like, and usually it's them going, "Hey, I lost three hundred dollars, bro." <laughs> like, yeah, fuck you, man. No, 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 no. Like, kind of celebrating. You gotta be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. yeah like this whole thing they've never actually done something where people have got oh right they, they they literally 
bankrupted a hedge fund just by buying GameStop stocks. Yeah. <laughs> but like, all right. So this is you know you know exactly what happened. I know vaguely what happened. I can't really explain stocks very well. I can. I oh, so this is what I learned about so, the shorting. So, yeah. So essentially, the hedge fund was shorting the GameStop stock. But here's the thing. So shorting apparently is something when you borrow a stock. Yeah. That's valued at ten dollars, for example. Yeah. And you sell it to someone else. Yeah. And then when that stock devalues or yeah. loses value, you buy it again and give it back to the original. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Now here's the thing: Why are you allowed to borrow stock? I don't know. Is everyone allowed to borrow stock or just uh, head funds? Like, yeah. is, is this like a privilege that they have, and they're complaining about the fact that they got beat at their own game? That's what I'm wondering. Well, the, the thing hedge funds do, because sh- shorting is deliberately manipulating stock to make money, right? So even if it's legal or whatever, which it is, like what they're doing, where they borrow the stock and then sell it and then don't sell it, or whatever, like you, the process you just described, they do that to sort of manipulate existing stock for profit themselves, essentially. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. So what, what they got mad at was that in response to that, people bought stock to increase its yeah, value yeah. to fuck with them. Yeah. And they were like. They're like, you can't manipulate stocks. <laughs> it's like, that's your job. <laughs> that's what you do. This is what confuses me because when I saw the big short, when I saw the movie, it's a complicated movie. Yeah. But when I saw it, I understood the fact, I understood, apparently I didn't understand, but at the time I thought. I mean, I barely understood what happened in the big short. I understood that they were betting against the economy. Right? Yeah. Which is what shorting is. You're betting against stocks going down. Yeah. Or you're betting that they are going so down. So essentially, they're, 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 they are betting that GameStop stock will be devalued. Exactly. And the way to, the easy way to appreciate the value of a stock is for lots of people to buy it. Yeah. Because it goes up in value if people start buying it. Yeah. Yeah. But the, so that's what Wall Street Bets did, was just buy it. But <laughs> like, in, the, in the big short, they said that they would, they're betting against the US economy. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that this was, in my head, just bear with me. I mean, I didn't really understand the big short, so I'll be honest. This, so. is, what, this is what I understood. I understood that because I'm a betting man. I like to bet. Right. On, on sports and shit. I, I don't so really if bet. I were a bank... I bet on the Royal Rumble and I, I don't even want to. So <laughs> If I were a bank and you come... I, this is how I understood shorting was created. Yeah. If you come up to me, I'm a bank. All I want is money. And you come up to me and you say, I want to give you 10 bucks yeah. to tell you, to say that this stock is going down this much. Yeah, yeah. How much will you pay me if I'm right? That's what I thought the shorting was. No, I don't think it's quite that. I thought that's what I'm trying to tell you. I thought it was just like betting on a sports it's, it's game. Not betting. If Michael no. Jordan scores 23, then I get this much. So I think when they say betting, it's more like they're saying no, no, no. It was they're like, betting. Yeah, it was know, a figurative like, way. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Now I know what shorting is. Yeah. And and, and I know it very clearly. Yeah. You take the stock, you sell it, yeah. then you buy it again and give it back. Yeah. Now the thing that fucks me up it's is that concept of taking a stock. Yeah. And selling it to someone else without buying it yourself? Yeah, it's it's super weird. You know, that's something that like it's illegal because they won't. They could, did you understand? Because this is Sorry. the thing that nobody else gets away with, and they do. That's yeah, why yeah. it's illegal. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like like Robin Hood froze stock. So the, the app yeah, people yeah, were using yeah. froze the stock, right? Because that hedge fund like owns part of Robin Hood, <laughs> something like that. Or it did, or, or one of their shareholders is a shareholder of the same hedge fund, or something and like that. And all these fucking so, billionaires going on yeah. the internet going like, oh. And it's called, it's called Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Robin Hood, and they're like, you can't steal from the rich. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Stealing from the rich. Jesus. 
I'm disgusted. Well, like, by, honestly, I'm disgusted by these people. I'd, I'd have to ask my dad to explain it properly because he's an economist. I don't really get it. Like, I sort of know what they mean. Essentially, the hedge fund. I just know that the hedge fund was set to profit from the decrease in value, and the easy way to appreciate the value is just to for a hundred people to buy it. Who will appreciate the value? So you know, the value is just. It's just like everything else. It's yeah. just supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. If the and demand goes so, up, then game, the price yeah, goes up. And getting some issue stocks, right? So if you buy, if 100 people buy, there's 100 fewer stocks in the pool. Yeah. So the remaining so, stocks are worth so, more money. Supply yeah. and demand. That's basic. So that's, that's the basic thing. That's it. But it, the only thing that's un, not understandable yeah. is the fact that you can do what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I understand what they did. Yeah. I understand how it works. Yeah. But why are you able to borrow it? I, I don't get it. And the question is, can Hugh Coverdale Jones b- I borrow I a stock? I think I, need, I think I need some kind of license. License. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Mm. So... Watching these billionaires go on the internet talking about how fucking pissed and and disgusted they are makes makes like why aren't they getting fucking shot on a public square? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they will be in like ten years. These people you know, are disgusting. They're they're it's, taking it's, money from people their whole lives and complete. Right, you remember, remember that guy on TV who said that like uh, the government doesn't run the world. Goldman Sachs does. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, whilst he was kind of weird and annoying, he was sort of right. And what he basically said was, anyone, I made a lot of money in this recession, but most of us could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was like, you just kind of buy a diverse set of different securities and some of them will go down and some of them will go up a lot. <laughs> and that's what I did. And I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. That makes sense to me. But, you know, it's interesting, though, with me, what the whole thing is like, Wall Street Bets is genuinely this weird kind of joke subreddit where people are actually spending money. It's always been completely... Apparently they're going... I, they've been doing this for a while, you're saying? Ages, man. Well, Street Best has been around for this so long. This is the long. first time they actually do something this big. Yeah. But I, I, apparently... I, think I think it's also the first time they did something that wasn't sort of a meme. Like, it was kind of a meme, but it... Like, I don't... Okay, I, I really don't understand Wall Street Best. I've never been on it. But it always seems to be like, people go, buy this, buy that, buy this. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess they're joking. People are like, no, no, no. <laughs> People on Wall Street bets are buying shit. Like they actually are buying shit. And I was like, okay. So when they joke about losing stuff, it's like, well, they're joking, but they're not joking. They they lost like three hundred dollars that day or whatever. And you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't go on Reddit, but I might go on Reddit just to follow this fucking thing because uh, this is what I'm telling you is one of the most important times of our life because maybe this shit Wall Street trends wasn't anything. Yeah. But they just took down a hedge fund for $13 yeah. billion. Dollars. Hilarious. So, so funny. I'm going to watch what they say tomorrow. And if they add, oh, go buy this, I'll, I'll consider it. At the same time, like, uh. I want to fuck some billionaires up. No, I, I honestly, it's just, if, if this is what the big short was. This isn't really what the big short if was. This is, if this is, if the, like the, all these people in the big short are assholes, they all and, and they, oh, yeah, yeah. and I they like, play uh, them as nice people. As oh, I'm, well, I'm gonna get rich. I don't want to because they fucked up. Oh no, no, but Steve Carell's character—that's the one I'm talking about. He actually pisses me off. No, but he actually did leave banking because of what happened in, in the big short. The Why fact, wouldn't you after you made billions? Yeah, of yeah, dollars. but like he literally was like, yeah, I made a billion, but literally no, no he said nothing is going to be learned from what just happened. It's going to be like this forever. I don't want to be an investor. So yeah, yeah, he made a billion, and he kept that billion. He didn't give it away to anyone. He's not a nice guy. That's what I'm saying. To be fair, he's not a nice. He's not a nice guy in the film. He's kind of. That's true. He's kind of a douchebag. Yeah, apparently he's actually like that. He, yeah. like, like people don't. But like at him. the end of the movie, well, and Steve Carell, by the way, did an amazing job at portraying he, he, this. Like the he portrayed what you're saying. Yeah. He portrayed this person of 
this is fucked up. Yeah. I'm keeping my money, but this but is like, fucked but up. But like he did, he did like publicly say that. He's not a good guy. He wasn't like publicly said, this is like, nothing is going to change in the system, but yeah. I've, I've got a building right now, so I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. It was kind of, he probably was like, I just played the game you guys built. Yeah. To yeah. my advantage. And you, you, you all suck and I hate you, but also I'm going to keep the building. I'm not giving it to away. <laughs> you know? My God, dude. It's just... Oh, when I see these, when I see these billionaires on on Instagram talking shit—not that they post on Instagram, but they show it on Instagram—talking shit about how these are people with government checks at home that are unemployed, trying to fuck with our uh, what hard-earned billions that we just kind of got. <laughs> the concept of people getting rich off of people getting fucked. Yeah, it, it probably exists on all sorts of degrees, and of course, yeah. I don't see it. But this time, I'm looking at it like, how is this not twisted? I mean, the chances are, if you bought a stock and it's gone up in value, someone else has lost money. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're not a billionaire, but like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the system. It's that's the game. I don't know. If I buy a stock and it goes up in money, the only ones losing money are the ones that bet against it. Yeah, exactly. And the other ones doing that are the same. No, ones. no, but someone might buy Apple, someone might buy Samsung. And Apple goes up, maybe Samsung goes down. Yeah. But they're not. I'm, ta I'm talking about like ordinary people. I'm not talking no, about. I don't, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say. They're I not mean, directly linked, are they? No, no. Maybe to a degree. Though. Oh, no, but the people might. Apple stock probably shoots up the day an iPhone's wrong. Yeah, you know, like no, what I'm no, what I meant was like if Apple goes up, Samsung doesn't have to go down. No, 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 that's why. No, but it might, it might, it might yeah. yeah, and it might be like a direct relation or something like that. But yeah, like the thing is, right? This happened in the nineties. We had Enron. Uh, it's not quite the same thing, but basically, rich people kind of fucked with everyone. That happened about fifteen years later. We have like, well, no, like ten years later. The biggest recession. We have the biggest recession in history, <laughs> which is caused by banks selling mortgages they knew people couldn't pay off. Right, and everybody. Think about that. Everybody, yeah. right, in the UK, everyone said it was a Labour Party's fault. It's like they weren't selling mortgages; <laughs> they knew people couldn't pay up. And do you know why they can do that? Because in the eighties, two people—well, this is not the only story—but there are two world leaders who decided the thing to do was to deregulate the finance industry to help the finance boom, and that was Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher. Right. So, well, yeah, well, what you're being told in two thousand and eight in the UK is the Labour Party's fucked the economy up. It's like, has it fucked? <laughs> Margaret Thatcher 30 years ago did this. Mm -hmm. This is what happened. <laughs> like, and that's how you got quantitative easings, how you got all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Late 70s, the banks refused to show up to the issuing of bonds meeting as a power play uh, to show how much power they had as like a finance thing. And then the finance industry becomes this bloated, gross industry over the 80s. Yeah. It just is depressing, bro. Very depressing. It's very depressing. But you know, it works. Some, you know, you can fuck with them sometimes. <laughs> it's not even that hard, it turns out. <laughs> I mean, so when I saw this, I got, I was so happy. Yeah. And I never react like this to news. But it, for me, it was like, oh my God, more of this, please. Let's take them all down. But this is what they're doing? Yeah. Jesus. But then we also know the result of this will be they'll increase regulation, which defends the, the fund. They're going to help them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, no, no we are, this, we are yeah. just nothing. We're insects, bro. No matter what they say on Fox News, Joe Biden isn't a communist. So, like, he's not going to go, good, take all their money away and redistribute it. He's going to go, 
Alright, I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Congress might what, be blue what, now. What's that, Mr. Goldman? Yeah, 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 whatever you say. Yeah, how much funding for the next year? You know, like, yeah. Well, that's a nice depressing thing to leave the pot on, isn't it? You know. Yeah, we, this is our trend now, isn't it? Oh, I mean, I'm, it's always been my persona. So, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> well, this was lovely. Yeah. Peace out. Yeah, peace out and shit.